Hey everybody, it's Editor Kara here. I just wanted to say sorry that I was not able to get a video for this episode. Next week we'll be back with both video and audio. And also the audio is a little funny in the beginning of this, but I promise it gets better. So just bear with us and please enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Iguana Beautiful the Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Carolina Howie, and each week I pick a piece of media that has that representation in it. I talk about whether or not I think that that representation is positive or negative. This week, I have my mother. Yay! Miss Ellen Howie. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? to people who don't know you, besides my friends, who um, call her Queen Ellen. My name is Ellen. I am a Midwest mom. Let's just get that out of the way, right, first thing. Um, <laughs> uh, I am also a teacher. I've been teaching for 31 years, so there's that experience in my life, too. Um, I'm a single mom, um, raised with my kids by myself, um, and... I just, I'm glad to be here and glad to be discussing what we're going to discuss today. Which, let's get into that. Great segue, Mom. It's like you've done this before, even though you haven't. Um, so this week, if you couldn't already tell by the title, we're going to be talking about Gilmore Girls, which is why I have my mom on as a guest, because I first started watching it because of her. I'd watch bits and pieces while she was watching it on Netflix, and then I think I watched the reboot before I actually watched the whole series really because i hadn't finished watching it when we were at the Powell's. okay and then you guys were watching that and i was like i'll sit and watch and then i was like i'll watch the whole thing so i watched it very out of order but <laughs> it's fine and at this point you've watched it what like four million times I, if i were to give an honest guess probably like at least 40 because yeah. it's on a constant loop yeah, it's kind of the go-to. Yeah, if I'm like, I don't know what to watch, Gilmore Girls. I'm sad, Gilmore Girls. I'm sick, Gilmore Girls. It's fall, Gilmore <laughs> Girls. <laughs> so, yeah, which is also in honor of Gilmore Girls, I have my dragonfly cup that I bought at Warner Brothers Studio. And I stole her Luke's cup. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm, she, she has tea in hers. I, I do. Have a cappuccino. I'm not a big coffee person. I put a lot of creamer. So there you I go. I should note that it's like 7:30. So PM. Yeah, PM, <laughs> not AM. So I will be up. So I started watching Gilmore Girls. Um, girls. Um, Gilmore Girls. Um, basically, out of that whole comfort necessity, as far as here was another single mom. Mm -hmm. And um, she made me laugh. Yes. Um, and, you know, there were times that she exhibited things that I was going through. So um, that was basically why I started watching it. And I can't even tell you if I just stumbled across it or if somebody recommended it. But I haven't regretted watching it multiple times myself. So. so in case you haven't watched it, it is seven seasons. So that's a lot to tell you to just pause and go watch really quick. So I'm going to give a little synopsis. Um, like I said, there's seven seasons and a four episode reboot. So 
there's a lot to cover. So the show follows their daily life as Lorelai advances in her career as a hotel manager, and Rory deals with the pressures of high school. Lorelai, currently working at the Independence Inn in Stars Hollow, needs help from her parents for Rory's tuition to children, a prestigious high school. That's like the plot of the first episode, kind of what gets you going. Um, We're going to talk about mostly Suki, played by Melissa McCarthy, but we'll also discuss Babette and Miss Patty. Um, So Suki is bubbly, quirky, and devoted to her friends and family. Um, She's very passionate. She's very clumsy. I can relate. I don't know. I'm not as clumsy as Suki, but... I did trip once and I didn't even fall and I broke my foot. So <laughs> we'll just let that speak for itself. So. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you said you started watching it because you were a single mom mm-hmm. and you wanted something to relate to. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask which character you related to the most, but. Well, at first, Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess throughout mostly Lorelai. Um, but, you know. You were way more strict than Lorelai. I just want to put that. Oh, there. absolutely! I was way more strict than Lorelai um, because I am a Midwest mom. Even though I was and am an angel, um, but I loved all the characters. There wasn't a character that I didn't love. Um, I love Melissa McCarthy's Suki. Um, I think she's great. She, you know, always made me laugh. Always gave me a nice, peaceful time of my day, whatever day that was, whatever time it was, whatever my mood was. I know you on your podcast have talked about Melissa before mm-hmm. and how... Um, and I realized when I was looking at for this season, next week's episode, I talk about Melissa again. You talk about yes. her again. Melissa, apparently if you listen at you all... Need, you, yeah. yeah, I already um, said that with um, Marcy on yes. the podcast. I was like, Melissa, yeah. are you listening? Are you listening? Um, I think Melissa does a fantastic job with this character. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the fact that she falls in love and isn't, you know, not once do they even bring up her size. Yeah. Um, They do on the show other people's sizes over time, but not, not hers. And I love that about her character. Um, I love her and Jackson together. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, that she, she and Lorelai are besties and remain besties. And that kind of reminded me of me and my besties. I think I related most to Lane. I don't know. There's something about Lane that I really love. I feel bad for her storyline. I think it's so dumb that they made her get pregnant so early on. And I think if we... Well, I feel like we, if we would have kept Dave, uh-huh. we both have it would have been different. That, you know, we we have differences of opinion on Team Jess. Oh, well, we team, have to talk about that. Wait, 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 wait. We'll get into, We'll talk about it. But anyway, but we both can agree that Lane should have been Team Dave. Oh yeah, but I mean the actor. Yeah, moved on to a different project. I yeah, think. Zach always was a character that I was not one hundred percent comfortable with. I feel like he was a throwaway. I feel like they were like. We need a character that's somewhat established to be Lane's love interest. Mm-hmm. And apparently yeah. Brian wasn't doing it for him. So, you know, okay. that would have been even worse. I feel like. <laughs> anyway, you were talking about teams. Mom's opinion is wrong. First, we're going to talk about moi. C'est moi. Um, so I am team Dean up until he marries Lindsay. 
after that, the whole affair and their relationship, it's just very toxic. I don't, I don't like it. And then I'm team Jess. I'm not team Jess right away because he is also toxic. Honestly, all of her relationships are toxic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was team Dean because Jared Padalecki, hello. He's so beautiful. Okay. I'm team Logan. Um, and let me explain myself before you all hate me. Yes. Before you all hate me. What I like about Logan to begin with is um, that he supports her in ways that I felt like Dean and Jess did not. Her, some of her self-esteem as far as a writer was concerned. I'm going to bring you back around. Okay. All righty. So Babette and Miss Patty. Patty. I love them both. I love their characters. And I actually love what the show did with their characters. Mm -hmm. um, once again, um, not once was that an issue. Yeah, their weight. Their weight was never an issue. Mm -hmm. Like obviously Patty later on lost a bunch, but they didn't yeah. even mention the weight loss. Yeah. Liz Torres decided to lose weight and that mm -hmm. was, that was her choice. And, um, but yeah, and they didn't even mention it. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite scenes though is her riding along on a golf cart with a cigarette yes. in her hand and she's telling people, yeah. you know, she's trying to lead an exercise class and walk the red walk and shoulders back and walk and, um, stomachs in think about that double chin and walk and walk. Light me, honey. <laughs> like, she can do this as a one-person <laughs> show, but yes, I think that is absolutely yes, absolutely hilarious. Just I also love how she's been in showbiz. Mm -hmm. She's done everything. I, I love how many lovers she's had. Not too. Yeah. Um, but I know in the pictures that she has on her wall, I can tell that she's thinner in those pictures. But it still kind of made me happy, even though it was fictional, to see someone who was plus size be able to achieve all those things so that was nice i also her and babette's friendship is great they both are the town gossips and mm -hmm. are proud of it and always want to know the latest on everything so love her and maury mm -hmm. I, I think they're my favorite couple out of the whole show i was actually very glad to see her in gilmore I, of course, am a child of the 70s, so I saw her. I'm old. Um, so I saw her in All in the Family. She did a fantastic job of being the next-door neighbor, the nosy next-door neighbor, and the brash, you know, character who never apologizes for anything. Do we want to go back to Suki? We can. Suki. We didn't really discuss her in depth. Okay, go for it. About Suki. So... She does play into some of the fat stereotypes, specifically the clumsy one. And obviously, it's there for comedic relief. But I think it's okay because most of the characters are there. Like, she's not, she's not the singled only one. out as being the funniest one. Right. She's not being singled out as the stereotypical fat, funny girl. But other than that, I don't have problem with Suki. I like that she had a love interest. I like that it was a successful love interest. I'm like Lorelai, who Ooh, had many Lorelei. <laughs> failed relationships. I love Suki's role earlier on in the show. I do love it when she gets together with Jackson, but I feel like she gets used less and less 
as the show yeah progresses and i don't know if she had any projects going on i don't know either and of course obviously in the reboot i was very disappointed in the reboot you know big talk about how melissa mccarthy is going to be on the reboot and she was on the screen for like five seconds and then poof she was gone and the same for jared padalecki yeah Siki wasn't in it she made cakes and then she screamed about rachel ray being in her kitchen and that's it yep and i was like how disappointing yeah because i think but the storyline did kind of make sense about her character them going off and having some farm and raising the kids and yeah and her exploring new culinary things Mm -hmm. but she would have never have lost touch with lorelei like that i don't think so no are we done talking about suki that's sad that we're done talking about suki because suki she's just so amazing she was and she was very important and what else yeah i love how supportive she was of lorelei but how I wish the writers would have given her a little bit more. Yeah. In her own right. Um, Because Suki was such a great character all by herself. I mean, I realize the story is about Lorelai and and Rory. But it's, you know, it's also about their supporting people. I was listening to a podcast. It's called More Than Tracy Turned One. And they had an episode on Gilmore Girls. And I, I never finished listening to it, which I really need to. But they were talking about how they feel like the writers gave Suki things. Because normally in female friendships in the media and television shows, if one woman gets something, the other one can't. But they, but they said they that they felt that. like the writers, not, not in a good way, that the writers were like, She's fat, so it doesn't matter. And oh. so if Lorelai gets something, it's okay if Suki goes along with it and also is able to open the inn because they're not in the same league or category. Huh. So I don't know if that's true. That's what they said that they saw from it. I didn't see that until I was, was going to say, I, w- I don't know that I saw that. I saw two friends opening an inn together and therefore you were gonna go I just think together. that Suki achieved things differently than Lorelai because obviously one they're different people and two Suki was more mature like yeah was she That's clumsy saying something. was she clumsy <laughs> yes um, and she was silly but like I feel like she also especially after she got married had her things together more together yeah yeah so I think, yeah. And you know what's one of my favorite lines from Suki? What is it's the basket auction mm-hmm. day, and her and Jackson have made up, and they're sitting, and he's like, "She's like, we can still move in if you want." He goes, "No, I don't think so." She's like, "Oh, okay." And he goes, "I think we should get married." And she looks at him and goes, "Are you pregnant?" <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's good. Pregnant? Well. Shall we go ahead and discuss the other? Sure. Let's talk about the negatives. We've raved about this show. I still obviously watch it all the time. Um, but especially since starting this podcast, I have been paying more attention to fat phobic storylines or um, scripts. 
in all media. And there's definitely some in Gilmore Girls. I've heard that the writer's actually pretty outwardly fatphobic. Mm. I will cut this out if I find out that that is incorrect <laughs> after we film this. But I've heard that they, yeah, are fatphobic and... Well, there are a couple scenes that you and I have come across that is like, yeah. wow, really? The first one that comes to mind is the two fat ladies. Is that the same one that comes to mind? Mm -hmm. See, yeah, they're like um, school. They're like trying to find something to watch, and Lorelai says, "Score it's the two fat ladies," and Rory's like, "Why are we watching this? You don't even cook." And and all these are reruns, and they say because one of the fat ladies died. And Rory says, which one? And she goes, the fat one. And Rory's like, which one? Which one? The one in the motorcycle or the one in the sidecar? So even though they're talking about someone dying, they're like, it's funny because she's fat. Yeah. Yeah. I was very disappointed in that bit of writing. I don't think that was necessary at all. Um, and it... All it did for me was make me think less of Lorelai and Rory. I've also been, since I've, like, taken control of my For You page and what I see on my social media apps, I have been seeing some creators talk about how messed up it is when people in real life, and this um, goes with Gilmore Girls because it happens, mm -hmm. um, they're friends with someone who's fat and they've decided that that fat person is good and deserves their respect, but everyone else who's fat is fair game to make fun of. Yeah. And I've had that in friendships mm -hmm. where I've been sitting there and it's someone who I know is thinner than me, but they're still making fun of them for being fat. And this was like in high school. And I, of course I didn't know what to do. I just sat there and was like, now I would say something, Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think that that's how Lorelai and Rory are. Is if you're friends with them, like they're not going to talk badly about your body, but everyone else is fair game. Yeah. Well, and Lorelai and Rory tend to make fun of people quite often anyway, but yes. that one was not cool. Not cool and way over the top. What's another one? I, I have one in mind, but I was wondering if you... No, I think the other one I have in mind is the one we've talked about before, so go What's ahead. What's the one? I don't think we've talked about the one that I'm thinking of. Okay, we'll go for it and I'll... The one where... I think it's the Yale party that Emily and Richard are throwing. And she's, like, setting up the place and they're putting chairs down and she's, like, further apart... And they, they put them, like, a good distance apart. And she goes, not that far apart. My goodness, if someone needs that much room, they should be, uh, like, on a treadmill, not at a party or something like that. So am I surprised that Emily says something like that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I can't really think of one specific. There was There is a comment made by Lorelai later on about a fat person. Um, being so big, oh my gosh, how can they, you know, kind of thing, but I don't. Oh, there's another big one, which I don't really remember much of because, like I said, I only watched the reboot a couple times, but there's this guy that walks around in, like, swim shorts or a Speedo or something, and he's bigger, and they, they call him, like, 
fat stan or something like that and it's like a big joke like it's it it like it's made for a minute mm -hmm. so yeah there's that i also like in this show something i like about this show so kind of go back a little bit but so yes we have the really handsome male characters you know you have max you have um you have uh, dean and jess and logan and your no. favorite your favorite um actually um the australian um the australian yes logan's friend oh um finn <laughs> Finn, yes. I know he's like horrible, but I don't know. There's something charming about him. It's about Finn. Yeah. Yes. But um, what I also appreciated was the less male stereotypical perfect bodies being on there. That's what I think Finn is. He's like the skinny scrawny. I like him skinny and scrawny. <laughs> <laughs> but Luke is not super skinny. I but he, I don't think that he's bigger. He he's not a plus size kind of guy, but I think he's like that burly. Right. I think that's well, what and makes here's him the difference. Typically handsome. Here's the difference. Um, he comes on, and Babette comes on, and you call him burly, even though he does have you know the little gut there mm -hmm. going on, and we call Babette plus size and and fat and she's not really huge by any means she's a bigger lady but she's not i feel like for me i have a hard time differentiating well first of all mid-size is such a general term mm -hmm. it's hard to categorize but also having been on the bigger side of plus size i have a hard time recognizing when people are actually plus size sometimes i don't know if that makes sense well and for women the boobs they really i've seen some girls get some breast reductions and like their whole body changes mm -hmm. it's crazy mm -hmm. liz's husband is not a small man jackson's not a small man liz, oh liz tj tj tj's plus size I don't think he's super fit, but I don't, I wouldn't consider it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is I don't think that they're like ripped. I don't think. No, there is not any one guy on there that is actually. I think Jess is, but he. Plus size. Is, wears layers. Oh, plus size. Plus size. Ripped. No, ripped. You can guarantee that Jess was ripped. Oh, but yeah. um, <laughs> just because I'm not team Jess doesn't mean I don't have an appreciation for um I'm not going to say his name right. Milo Ventimiglio. Yes. Usually when you have a show, you know, they're trying to get all the, especially back then, they were trying to get all the, you know, perfect sized people. Early 2000s mm -hmm. was a time. It was the time of low rise jeans and heroin chic. And definitely also something I wanted to talk about was the fact that Lorelai and Rory eat like they should weigh four million pounds yeah. like so much more and they are thin which definitely happens there are lots of thin people with fast metabolisms that eat like crap and 
I quote unquote get away with it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure it affects their health, but appearance wise and in society, they are still treated well and like they are human beings. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, cause sometimes I'll see TikToks or Instagrams of these skinny girls like eating a whole bunch or doing like a what I ate for dinner blah, blah, blah. and then I always think now if a fat person made this video all their comments would just be horrible mm -hmm. like and then all the comments in the skinny girls is wow I like a girl that can eat I'm like no you don't because you hate fat people so yeah shush it's part of their it's a big part of their personality yeah it's a big part of their comedy too bunch. is you know that yeah and like not even eat a bunch like eat bad stuff overall i was about to say do you think it's positive or negative? i think it's positive for its time i think it's positive for its time in the 2000 early 2000s thinking not thinking about the fat phobia lines mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just thinking about the fat characters, do you think the representation in them is positive? I would say yes. I would. I, I think would that they live yes. unapologetically as themselves <clears throat> and they're mm -hmm. very confident and their weight isn't a topic of discussion. It's just part of, you know, mm -hmm. who they are and get over it and doesn't need to be talked about constantly. You're not anybody's stuff. <sighs> I hate that. That's so <laughs> There, yeah, I think now if we're talking like the show as a whole, I I am very on the thing. You and I had to watch that a lot to notice those things. Unfortunately, yeah, um, I think because we're used to it. Yeah, it's just it was something we were used to, and but once we realized they were there, then obviously that's not yeah. cool. And I don't think it furthered the show to have those things in it. No, it didn't. didn't further the show for Emily to say, if you need to have them that far apart, then yeah. you need to go on a treadmill. It didn't further the show um, when Lorelai said something about, you know, somebody being fat. Um, it didn't further the show when they were watching the, the two women cooking. Yeah. And none of that furthered the show. And there are definitely more that we're just forgetting. Right. Because I know that there are more. I just can't. But none of those none of those things helped yeah. the show or made that show better. No. It's just it was just random hate. Yeah. And I that's the, something that I would love to see gone. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I'm hoping that this podcast Helps make people aware. Yes. And so I've always wanted to ask you. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. What, what is it you hope to gain out of it? Out of this podcast? Uh, well, there's a few things. I first want to just create a community of positivity. Of, I know that um, some of the people who listen to this podcast, mostly my friends are not, uh, or plus size even, um, but they're still supportive. And I just want to create like a community that enjoys media. I want that. Mm -hmm. And then I 
Also, I mean, I really doubt that it's going to reach this far, but I would love for like writers and for people who are in charge of making these types of content and these types of jokes to like hear it and maybe think twice before they write something like that. And also, I would freaking love if we could just have some roles of leads that were fat and like like in book smart. Did you listen to that episode? Yes. I love that Edie Feldstein character is plus size, not mentioned Mm -hmm. at all. It has nothing to do. Like when they make fun of her, they call her a butter personality. Like, like it's still me, but it has nothing to do with her appearance. So that's what I want out of this. When I encouraged you Mm -hmm. to do this, I wanted it to be the start of other people being able to speak up too, yeah. because I think that's that's something that needs to happen. Oh, there's the more so- the more we stand up and we say this is not okay. There's so many groups of minorities and oppressed people that are misrepresented in media or just not represented at all. It's crazy. It's so bad. I feel like they could make so much more money if they had accurate representation. Like, look at Barbie. Um, I think that's all we have to talk about, don't you? I do. Thank you for being here in your house. In my house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, Do you... You're not really on social media. Is there anything you want to plug or anything? That's normally what I ask. Normally what you ask? Um, No. What do I want to plug? Well, I think in general, uh, since I am a music teacher, I'm going to plug, go support your local high schools and your local um, band and chorus programs and drama programs. Those kids are just as important as any athlete. Yes. And they work just as hard as any athlete. They need more of the support because people always support athletics. Yes. And yeah, so for every sport event you attend this year, you know, for every try to at least attend yes. one like equal. Yes. If not more. Yeah. So that's all for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um please, please rate us five stars. Share. Comment. I I keep begging for comments because I want to hear from people that are listening mm-hmm. and have conversations with people. I'm not getting really you can also follow us on social media on TikTok at ppb.thepodcast and Instagram at ppb.podcast. On Instagram, I always post before we air the episode who our guest is. I post clues and then the reveal of what the episode this week is going to be. I also have story highlights, um, which has a link to plus size, like size inclusive fashion brands. I post them every Friday at Golden Fashion Fridays. So even if you don't follow and you're just looking for good clothing like options, you can just we need that. yeah, you can do. That's what I'm doing. You can just look at the highlights. So no harm done. That's what I'm doing. And I can also follow me, um, your host, on Instagram and TikTok at Carolina Howie. That's Carolina with a K. And yeah. I think that's it, and I'll see you guys next week. Until then, stay fat and fabulous. Bye. Bye.